You guys got any big Ryan Miller moments or no? I was I, lo- I was became a huge fan as a kid watching that. So, um, uh, fucking Milan Lucic running him over. That was, Ryan Miller. Miller. <laughs> that was my second one. And no one does anything. No one does. They all can. They go and they like look at each other and they look at Lucic and they look at each other and they look at Ryan Miller on the ground dead. <laughs> and then like and then they're like yeah. And then like they, they saw them like months later at the end of the season and it was this big story like oh they're gonna answer. And sure enough there was just like dust city. Everybody was fighting. It was fucking. But I remember thinking like how does that have to happen months later when like yeah. you guys happened like the second period and you got absolutely cranked. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hoser's Panel. It's a milestone episode once again here. We have got episode 20 coming at ya. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Croakman, T. Croaks, and I'm here with Taylor and Mike. How we doing, Mike? Dude, I'm doing good. Season's got like, what, one week left almost? Right down to the the last couple games here. Yeah, we're fresh and getting there, rocking that new lid. Got the Kraken lid on. I'm liking it. It's yeah. looking good. Nice logo there. We'll Taylor, how you, how you doing, boss? Boys, what's going on? I'm stoked. Uh, playoffs are around the corner, and that is the best time of the year. So let's do this. Uh, get into the to the last week of the season or whatever. Absolutely, we got a humdinger, no brainer to start with here, right out the gate. Because <laughs> no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, we're about to start the pod. Tom Wilson just starts ragged on Panarin. Uh, shots though. How do you say the other guy's name? 89. Thank you. Buchnevich. Buchnevich, yeah. Gives him a couple cheap shots. Uh, I couldn't even count how many. I kind of just lost it, was lost it in the scrum. But yeah, nasty play. Um, and Wilson doesn't leave the game. Yeah. For more than 14 minutes. Yeah. For two, two roughing penalties and then a 10 minute misconduct. Uh, and then he's back and he scores the empty netter. Like, awesome. Way to go, NHL. Like, that's exactly what we want to have in our league. You could just. Toss around a player half your size, no uh, no repercussions whatsoever. Come back and score score a goal in the same game, like fucking, yeah, that's got to be figured out. Not to mention just that Panarin didn't come back from the game after the incident. Uh, he yeah. really, really threw him around. The size difference is insane. Uh, not to mention it's it was it's kind of a crazy scene to watch it unfold. And uh, Wilson uh, has the wires crossed. He snaps bad and is all over uh, this like helpless guy on the downed opponent um yeah with his face in the ice like doesn't even know he's hitting him and it's the biggest heavyweight on their team and um who's who's had these problems before and i think this is one of the most obvious one like this is just an aggression play he clearly lost it tonight like i hope they take a really different look at this one because that was scary there's no room for that yeah if you didn't see it buchnevich basically after the whistle buchnevich kind of fell over um basically into tom wilson's lap and tom wilson landed a bit on top of him which i don't think there was any ill will there it was just kind of guy fell over into into a guy's stick awkwardly uh but then tom wilson throws at least i think at least two or three punches to buchnevich's back of his head like well after the play's gone um which obviously the rangers did not like ryan strom jumps on him kind of pulls him off and then that's when tom wilson's wires just crossed the like four other Rangers join in. Tom Wilson's taken on like three by himself. Panarin's the unlucky one that he gets uh, basically all hands on. Oh, yeah. yeah, pops his helmet off and then just throws yeah. him to the ground. Like his, it looked like his head snapped on the ice. It must have just missed, or else that would have been fucking dangerous. Uh, it wasn't. Bloody. It was already dangerous, but like it would have been. Yeah, a big injury. And then Tom Wilson doesn't care. Punches uh, Panarin on the ground, which as a 
normal fighters code. You don't once a guy hits the ice, the, the fight's over. Yeah. Um, and then picks him right back up and throws him right back down. <laughs> it was yeah, it was it's, fucked. It's, it's rough, nasty. Like, you you then, see yeah. you see like throughout the league, like guys get into fights where um, maybe this a smaller player feels like he has to kind of like answer the bell or like step up and like um, take one for the team, like kind of address like a hit that happened or something like that. And these guys who like fight for a career or are good at fighting, like kind of let up and like, don't give them their full force because like you could really fucking hurt somebody, especially the bigger if boys. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Especially if it's like a, an, a definitely an outmatched fight. So, um, yeah, to see somebody like Tom Wilson, just his, like you said, his wires crossed, he snapped. Uh, and there's no going back. Like there was no stopping him. Like the refs, refs were oh, all was, over him at the end, and he yeah. was still fighting to try and like bury Panarin deeper into the ice. And it's just not cool, man. Like Panarin's Panarin's a good player too. Like even if it was even if it was a fourth liner who was like half half Wilson size, like it would have been a bad play and not exciting. But um, the fact that Panarin is a star and makes like thirteen million dollars a year and he's doing that to him it's just it's honestly outrageous there's no place in the game for that i don't think he was I believe yeah. nothing was gonna stop him that's right. i believe yeah. panarin and uh the other like the first guy that was being struck by wilson both served roughing minors as well did they not they did I yeah think, yeah yeah so like uh dude so brutal um <laughs> i mean how'd panarin, you... panarin did jump on wilson's back at yeah, yeah but so... just to pull just to pull him off from two hand and his buddy and the refs aren't weren't doing it i find yeah. it weird that there's that all the refs, I got linesmen standing there with their hands in their hips, and there's everybody, like <laughs> both sides of this, and then this guy stays in the game. How does everyone get such a good look? No one's helping, and there's, I guess like the only guy losing it is him, but he's clearly out of control. Like people are lucky they weren't hurt more. We don't know what happened to Panarin, but it's also one of the most. It's, was he not the most expensive guy in the New York Rangers? Oh yeah. So kind in of the, in. In the league, I think this year. Yeah, pretty yeah. close. He's making what eleven something. Eleven six. Yeah, so he's right around Austin Matthews. So I don't know. I don't know. I've clearly, I think he snapped. But if he turns around and does that, it's just. And to me, it's like it's have to take him out of the play because I'm. He's just. He's just Tom Wilson still, and and he's. I don't know. You're taking the biggest guy out of the game. Like to me, that's kind of another thing in itself. And they to do that to him and to leave him in the game. How is anyone supposed to play the game now? Like. The elephant in the room stays on the ice, and now, yeah, one, no one's the right size to face him. Two, like, hockey code of conduct, someone wants to or should do something. There was tons of slashes hurled his way every time people were going by him. It's just not, like, I don't understand if he stays in the game. I don't yeah. and I, I'm almost certain he's going to get a big suspension for this. What do you guys think? I Sussy. think, let's see here. Let me just look at the quickly the standings here. I'm looking to see how many games they have left. I'm assuming the standings have been updated after the game today, so they have four games left. Uh, I think he gets six games. I think they give him the rest of the season off, plus the first two playoff games. I could see it. That is a... Oh. It's big. I don't know if they'll go that high. Like, me personally, Repeat I would Repeat offender, I think, absolutely. Him, yeah. It's too many times. I'd probably and this give is, him four... This At is childish. Point, I think too. they give him six. Yeah. This is a stupid way to get a to get a saucy man. I was gonna say, like, at what point does he, like, is he not welcomed back in the league? Like, obviously not because of this. Like, he, he they're gonna welcome him back. He's gonna come back and play. 
after serving whatever his suspension is. Like, that's I fine. don't care but if he... I don't, yeah, go ahead. If he continues to do this, like, did, do you think the league goes like, well, this is a huge liability for the rest of the players and, like, we can't really have this? I don't think so. He doesn't do it, like... I mean, he does no. it, like, often compared to the entire league. But it's not like he's going around, yeah. like, chucking in, uh, intentional knees everywhere. This kind of makes uh, me think that he thinks he can, though. And, oh, like, I th- I, yo, I'm sure he, thinks he, he can. didn't He didn't leave the game the whole time. This His team came back and won the game after this. Like, bad. Yeah. Because the other team yeah, it was couldn't... Tied, it, tied 3-3, right? Yeah, it was 3-2 happened. for Washington when this... Ha- for New York okay. when this happened. So they were down. And New York Jeez. looked great. And I think New York came back from 2 nothing deficit. They were looking great. And then this happens. The whole like People are shook. Panarin doesn't come back. Wilson stays in the game. Like, yeah. I don't understand how how they're supposed to play this. Like, how are you supposed to keep playing this game? Yeah, and, like, he's just going to bully you the rest of the time. It cle- like, he clearly just did, and nothing happened. Like, he yeah, won yeah. the game out of that. Like, yeah, to nobody, me, that, that's fucked. Yeah, that, nobody, that's, nobody fought him when he came back, either. No, but, like, I wouldn't even want my team to. You got guys like Adam Fox out there. What if that was Adam Fox getting tossed around like that? Like, it could almost be way worse. Like, we don't even... I, I don't know. To me, this is, like... It's, it's almost like a blessing. Like, this is what... A snap like this is what should get you really tossed. That's what I think. Because this isn't hockey at all. Not a single part of that was hockey. That yeah. wasn't justified no. at all. That was literally just like for no reason him beating up a bunch of smaller dudes and the other team paying the price. Really. He might serve some games, but I mean, this happens all the time and the Caps are winning anyway. And I don't think that should be a good thing. I don't think that should be an example that I, that I can use. I, should, I think I should remember it as like, remember Tom Wilson as the hothead? Who was like, remember that one guy that who was always crossing the line? Like, we can't have another guy like that. I don't yeah. want people to come and be like, oh, he's like Tom Wilson. You know, he was always on the line. I don't think Marchand did shit like this. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a different thing to cross, but totally. like this is more dangerous to me. And like a different danger. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, that's kind of what I feel. You, you see like the spark in him where he like cannot control himself. And that's yeah. the danger. It's because scary. he's so big and because like, yeah, it is scary. It's too Just, bad. That he can actually play hockey because if he couldn't, then like he would kind of there wouldn't be a spot for him. Like I think that's why you you see a lot less is because the the big guys couldn't really play hockey, um, but he can right. He puts the puck in the net and he he makes nice passes. So yeah, I think um, unfortunately we're gonna see that for a while from him. It's just one of the youngest teams in the league too. Like I can't imagine the mindset of all these like young, young, young players that are coming into that third period and, like, half of them are thinking shit's going to... Like, I, I was thinking shit was going to go down. And, like, and, it, and if it's not going to go down, the team's just going to get buried, and that was what happened. And, like, to me, that's just so discouraging. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, hope, I hope they find a way to deal with this or give him a mean sussy because I think that's gross. What uh, do you guys think? How many games? Oh. How many did you say was left in the season? Sorry. They have, they have four games left. Oh, uh... He's just served so many big ones before, and like I don't, I can't think of many that were like pure aggression like this. So his like, last suspensions were, uh, he got the one, what two months ago, a month and a half ago, uh, for seven games, and then since then his only other suspension was October, the beginning of the 2018 season, 2018 2019 season where he smoked Sunquist. I think he got like 20 games for that. Okay. Yeah, I give him, I'll, I'll give him ten. I don't think 10 minimum, but I feel bad saying more. Yeah. You know? 
But like I, I think twelve thirteen wouldn't surprise me at all. I would be like, I would be totally like, fine with. So more. like the season and around kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't be surprised at all. I like your, I like your pick, or I like your guess, Mike, in six, just because like the first two playoff games, depending on who they play, can be huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would probably be like Boston or somebody. Yeah, and like the they're thinking prorated season, so four games is actually quite a bit like worth quite a bit more. Yeah, all that, but I don't I'll, know. I just like. I, I, I'm, With him I'm, having the suspension earlier in the year, I think ten might might. Yeah, it might be more. Yeah, I don't know if you want if you want if you're ever gonna make an example of someone and make them miss a round of playoffs. I think Tom Wilson's a good guy to do it on. Definitely, that, that guy might learn. Like the that. Washington Capitals might learn. Like maybe the NHL will be like, mm, you know, maybe this guy wasn't the best to have around. Even if he can play, like, you know, he's a liability, he hurts people, and he just costs us a, a run. So mm-hmm. I kind of hope that does happen, really. Yeah. yeah. If I'm honest. Um, I have two things on this. Panarin uh, out and didn't finish the game with a lower body injury, which yeah, is Yeah, I read that. Very I, was, I was confused. Confusing, but also probably a good sign because his head is okay. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, and then just a quote from Mika Zabinajad to the media afterwards. He, he said, I figured I figured you should have some more respect for the game and for the players. I don't honestly know where to start. It's just zero respect. I don't know why I'm surprised. It's just horrible. And like that captures it, right? Like there's no respect at all. Uh, no. That's exactly what it was. Just disrespectful. So. And they play each yeah. other on Wednesday, so. No, we'll they... see. Too bad Brendan Lemieux wasn't in the lineup. Or isn't <laughs> anymore. Do you think there's any chance there's no sussy? No, I I, I think I <laughs> think the lead looks be, right? bad if he does, if he doesn't get Okay, started. good. Oh, that'd yeah. be a heyday. Uh, there'd be some uproar there. Yeah, okay, well you buried that one. What do you guys got next? Oh, we can jump right into uh another thing that just happened today. Um and tacking on a bit of happened this week, but Cole Caulfield made his debut. Uh, he buried his first ever goal in the overtime, big OT winner, and does the exact same thing tonight, Monday night. So his first two goals of his career, both OT winners, and uh, the first one is just an incredible passing play, tips at top corner, and then this one is just yeah. his patented shot, just doing wonders for him. And hey, man, this guy gets space, and he's lethal. Who would have thought? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see like once he gets time to kind of acclimate to like the five on five speed mm-hmm. of the actual game um obviously it's a complete completely different league than what he was in before so um but yeah this the, the space obviously like two overtime goals like he, he thrives three on three so um once he gets the the gets more comfortable i think five on five or even five on four and power play uh, he'll pop off next year. Will be fun for him for sure. Yeah, once he figures out like where he can get space and where he can he can maneuver to get that shot like cocked back. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't matter how tall he is. He can, he can rip, and it's uh, it's very apparent he's got a good shot. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Well, I mean, we had another new guy make his debut this week. Peyton Krebs debuted Monday night uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, and through two periods, he's got his first assist. Yeah, uh, I don't him. think anything else. I don't uh, believe. Look. I, I don't think so either. Uh, it'll be good for him, man. Uh, I guess the the Knights, that that, uh, that third line kind of upgrades hugely with, with him. Uh, obviously, yeah. he's young and he hasn't played a ton, but um, him 
Cody Glass, Alex Tuck, Nicholas Roy. Like there's they've got like a few younger options that can kind of slot in there and start getting groomed for that uh, second line spot when they can't pay these guys as much as they uh, should be. Yeah, unreal so. pass to Tuck for the goal too. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice one. It was funny the uh, I was watching the Minnesota broadcast because it was just the home broadcast. And uh, they didn't even mention it. I was like, was that Krebs' first point? Like, I don't remember even like playing a game. They didn't mention a single thing about it. No us. way. And I was really? like, oh, this is oh. definitely the Minnesota broadcast. Yeah. Like, nothing about Brutal. it. Like, wasn't happy at all. Like, oh, yeah, Alex Tuck, you know, you're surprised you can do that at, with a big body. And I was like, was that not just Krebs' first ever point? <laughs> okay, we're cool. Moving on. Puck drops. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wrong team. He was a late first-round pick. Not important. Yeah, he's uh, one pick after Newhook. Yeah. Who uh, subsequently got called up to the taxi squad this week. So. Wow. Chris, good work, Mike. That was great. Uh, yeah, hopefully he makes his debut soon, but we'll we'll see think, right now. That would be sick. I think I just read something about him playing tonight. No? No way. Live reaction of Mike Potter. Getting the news. Give me on our Instagram here. Everybody get close. I don't like, what think is it? so. I just see practice stuff. Oh. Dude, I would shit. I wonder what number he'd wear. Oh, is he playing 18? Is he wearing number 18? That's not good. Why is that not good? Oh, there's been a long history of the abs at number 18 of just been like horrible injuries. <laughs> like, what? yeah. Oh my god. It's uh it's been bad. That's fucked up. Yeah, I don't see anything about him playing tonight. I saw that he was skating, but... And then there's chances he plays on this trip, but nothing about him playing tonight. Cool. Anyways. Um, um, says he might make his debut Friday night. But Ty alluded to it a little earlier. My hat, Seattle Kraken, officially became the uh, the 32nd NHL team this week by making their last payment. Um, so they are now allowed to, what, talk to teams about trades and join GM yeah. meetings and stuff like that. Yeah, and then and sign uh, players if I'm not mistaken. Sign like, players, they can yeah. technically sign players. Yeah, yeah, they can sign like unrestricted free agent kind or like uh, non-drafted guys, like like twenty year olds and stuff like that. They can do that. Yeah. Do you think they uh, go the route of the Vegas Golden Knights and take like an unsigned prospect and draft or uh, sign them as their first ever roster player? Do they think they wait until the draft? Like, what are you thinking? Draft's not that far away. Good question. I don't know. No, it's not. I mean, the the Knights didn't. It really didn't do anything for them, right? No. The guy is, he had, was, he was, I think, a player on the assistant GMs, like, was the GM of the Brandon Wheat Kings, and he was just a player on the week. I wonder what he's up to now. I still remember his name. Reed Duke. Reed Duke, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's still in the organization. Knowing it's the fucking Golden Knights, probably not. Do you guys have an oh, yeah. idea? Who... Yeah, he's, he's in the AHL for the Golden Knights right now. Do you guys have an idea who you think ends up being their head coach? I know there's like quite a few decent ones out there. I'm just really bad at remembering these guys' names and shit. <laughs> I um, think Tomcock ends up there? Oh, please no. I know, please no, but I wouldn't be too surprised, honestly. I saw him on a fucking NBCSN broadcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like... It's so funny seeing and him do that. And I was like, that. oh, this is fire. I hate this. Dude, he has got a fucking like I don't know, man. He, dude, he looks so aged. Like dude, that guy's scum. gonna fucking take a year off. <laughs> yeah. 
Leave the league alone. <laughs> yeah, peace out forever. <laughs> Please. Uh, uh, but Seattle will walk into the draft lottery with third best odds. So basically, it'd be most likely Buffalo first, whoever finishes second last, and then whoever finishes third last will have the fourth best odds. So Seattle's guaranteed a top five pick because uh, they're only allowed, they're only doing two draft lotteries, remember, nowadays? Yeah. Right. So they can only fall two spots to number. Five. Not bad. Um, yeah. Pretty good to start your uh, first year. I think, what, Vegas had seventh in their first year? Vegas fell to six, I think. I think they lost because all three picks passed them. Do you remember yeah. who they took? Wasn't that? Yeah, they took Cody Glass. Glass. Cody, Cody Glass. Glass, yeah. And then Eric Brandstrom later in that round and then traded him to Ottawa. Right, yeah, yeah. Stone. Uh, coaches for them. I would love to see Gerard Gallant go there. Apparently, he's a big players players coach. Uh, I like him. He's done he it once. Well. Yeah, he did well in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that'd be cool. But uh, just a couple other names. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux. Um, they got uh Ricard Gronberg, who was the S or the Z ZSC Lions in the Swedish National League. Zurich. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Todd Nelson, um, John Stevens, Mike Babcock, yikes. So uh, you just right. chuck in a couple of good picks, and then every coach that's coached in the last 10 years has been fired. Yeah. Dan Bilesma, <laughs> Mike Yo, Dave yeah. Axel. Yeah. <laughs> just the garbage coaches that somehow think, just arrived to Torres is going to be on that list? I think he will be. I think he'll, I think he'll get like a call, but I don't... I. I don't feel like he's the guy you want to no. try and find like no stars way. out of third liners. That's a, that's a horrible. He, he also steals oh. the show too much. I think on a team like that, like I, he's always like, I don't know whether he like admits that he wants to or not. He literally like is always stealing the show with the media or like benching the players and getting them all over him. And then he's like, I don't want the attention. I this is just how I treat my players. Shit, it's like, well, it's not working. And, like, you just keep continue to do it. And then when the media's over you, you pretend to hate it. But at this point, I just think you like it. I think it's a charade. Like, I think he's kind of more that than he is good hockey for a long time now. Yeah, like, if you're drafting, long like, or e- expansion drafting, like, third liners, essentially, because teams are protecting seven forwards, do you really think a team of third liners is going to produce at, like, to get some stars? Do you think they're really going to do that under John Tortorella? They're going to have three good games and then they get benched. And then that's just that cycle continues, which we're seeing in Columbus, which everybody's getting benched. And it's like, that's, I think you need a, a, a player's kind of coach to, to get the best out of some guys, especially to try and build up some confidence and produce those guys that you need for an expansion team in the early yeah. years. Uh, I think you need a player's coach like a, um, Bruce Boudreaux or a Gerard Gallant kind of type. Boudreaux was kind of was, was who I was thinking the most, but where did Vegas get theirs from again? Wasn't it kind of unorthodox or was I, am I crazy? Like what? Where did their coach came come from? Gerard yeah, got he got fired from Florida, right? Oh, oh and then yeah. they picked him right up. It was one yeah, of those two. Then? Oh, okay, never mind. Because he was the guy that uh, when he got fired, he couldn't wasn't even like given a car. He had a taxi. Remember that like iconic photo? Oh, yeah. I just remember he was like a bit of a story when they got in the playoffs and shit. So I was kind of like, oh, like I couldn't remember exactly what it was. But yeah, maybe just thought he came from another team. Well, and then and then like Gallant was fired from Vegas out of nowhere, basically. Right? And what's wrong? Yeah. Is there? Can you hear the baby? Yeah. Really? Oh, it's all boy. good. <laughs> uh, You're good. 
<laughs> you got a new kid uh, no one knows about there, Tay? Yeah. Surprise. When did that happen? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just not talk. Go need ahead. to go change a diaper? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do the mute thing. You're good. I thought it was me. I kept being like, what the fuck? You see that? Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Where were we? Uh, I was talking about Gallant. So he was fired like right. mid-season, and then uh, he was fired mid-season because Pete DeBoer was available from the Sharks, mm. and like it was a big rivalry like in between between Vegas and San Jose. And then yeah, anyways, it, right? It's okay, crazy stuff. I was gonna say I like Torts as a coach for uh, Seattle. If depending on how the expansion draft goes, if they take a ton of third line guys that like are hard workers, it might be fun. No, like, like, don't you think that would be like a blast to see towards like try different lineups like every night and like, yeah, bench some guys some night and like, see if he can get like the potential. Like, I think the biggest problem with Columbus is that he's getting superstars in on this team and they're not working hard and he's benching them. These guys are worth millions of dollars. But if he's bringing, if they're bringing in like, third line guys then that might not be a problem because all of them are kind of worth like they're all at the same level you know what i mean mm. i think yeah. the problem with torts is that he's a very defensive coach so if like defensive players are good but like yarmo kekalainen is now bringing in offensive minded guys and torts yeah. is either trying to change them into something or not or just like not having it like yeah. line a and domi are both they're not the biggest defensive kind of guys they no, kind of yeah. just want to let her fly and and try and go up the ice themselves, and Torts isn't having any of that. And they, yeah, the GM and coach are like not communicating. Yeah, well. there's no chance Torts returned to Columbus. Yeah, and I think the players are kind of over it too now. Yeah, yeah, especially the players that are there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get into the expansion draft uh, basically once the playoff ends. I think we'll be jumping right into it for probably at least a couple episodes of expansion. Yeah. When, you, did you tell me when's the lottery? You already tell me. Oh, the lottery. I think it's scheduled. Oh, they I think they just came out with the date. Was it July third? That'd be a fun. I love watching the lottery yes. so much. I love watching the lottery. I think Freeman tweeted about it. Do you guys enjoy it, or is it like, do you care? Do you like? I think I, I mean, watch it. I, I watch oh, it. Yeah. If if the abs were when the abs are in it, I'm like, oh come on, like jump from it's ten or something. It's almost always on but... accident, but like I watched it. Uh, yeah, it was when the abs were in those two big ones where they dropped, and I remember the second year when they dropped. I was like at Browns, and I remember like everybody at the bar was like, no way, when they kept dropping, we couldn't fucking believe it. It's kind of fun. Uh, I think it's set for June second, June second. Sorry, not July second, right? Because it usually happens sometime in the first. So like a round. month. Yeah, a month. Uh, basically Tomorrow. a month away. Fucking right, boys. Today, today, what's today? The third's today. Jesus Christ! Woo! Yeah, month yesterday. Nice, exciting. Oh yeah. I'm. I honestly, I'll watch it. To, I'm hoping for Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, why not? New team especially makes it exciting. But why not? I'm pretty excited for the draft and stuff too. Or, I was just oh, gonna say the draft and stuff. It lines it up, of course. Go ahead. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say like. It's exciting for sure. It's just too bad that there's not like a like a bona fide like number one stud that like everybody's after kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was like that superstar, then you want it, yeah you want to see Seattle like get the, get him somehow. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one year they get a guaranteed top five pick, and it's like well the top like six <laughs> are kind of the same. <laughs> you know, it's a big pool. Yeah. Um, 
But the coming years, those are going to be some top picks. And we basically get them all showing out right now, the U18s uh, going down in Texas. My segues are on point today. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're doing well. <laughs> um, but obviously, Team Canada is kind of showing off. Russia's showing off as well. But um, Canada had a little bit of a scare against Latvia, which they seem to like. It seems like every few years, Latvia kind of gives Canada some problems in like every hockey tournament. Like it's always like a 2 1 game or something like that. But uh, they picked, they end up winning 4 2. They've kind of just cruised to everybody else. They beat Czech Republic's in the quarterfinal 10 3. Um, but I mean, the top prospects, Shane Wright, top pick most likely in 2022. Uh, he's wearing the C, even though he's a year younger than everybody. Yeah. And then the two studs of 2023, Connor Bedard. Uh, on Team Canada and Matt V is that is that his first name Matt V Mitchkov? Uh, I think. That's the that's the hat trick kid. Yeah, so the the Russian. Um, so Bedard has three goals, six assists, nine points in five games, whereas Mitchkov has ten goals, two assists, twelve points in five games. Uh, he's got two hat tricks already, back to back games. And uh, yeah, he's. I think he is four goals away now from breaking Ovechkin's. 16 year old record in the u18s yeah i think he's four points away from beating whoever has the canadian record uh, mcdavid i think <clears throat> for points or whatever it was he just oh for bedard yeah 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 oh, sorry that's the wrong one um uh yeah well that kid dude that, that kid's first hat trick was so nice they both were but yeah that first hat he just had flashy all over it he had a through the legs goal from like the right corner like I like those were some crazy shots to be taking. Very fucking confident that kid. Oh like, yeah, he's um, got an arsenal of moves. It, you can just see. It is Matt me. V. Sorry, just uh... yeah. Uh, he is 16 and he's got 35 goals in 50 games in the MHL, which is the like junior league in Russia. Okay, that's insane. Junior league there, so there's 21 year olds and shit. Sorry. Uh, or there, what's their I, junior I, league? I think, I, think, it's, I think it's the same thing. Like a U21 league with a couple yeah, of 10-year-olds. Yeah, like, like, okay, like the CHL. Me. Right. My, sorry, Is thought, it? My bad. Are you sure? I'm pretty I think sure. it's similar to the AHL where it's like the... the um, Like anybody can be sent there like as a like team below. Like as an affiliate to the KHL teams. What was his name? M- Matt V? No. Matt V. Mitchkov. Got a ring to it. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, everything I'm seeing is like U20 or U21. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, but sorry. I, was I think the only thing that's holding him up from potentially being the number one pick in 2023 is his contract. Oh, right. Yeah. So this is, is this the player that signed until 2026 or some shit? Yeah, he's, he signed until the 2025-2026 season will be his last year of, of Russia. So there's always some chances that he can get out of that, depending on what's worked into the contract and everything. Um, because... You know, KHL teams want them to stay there, but they also kind of know that people are going to the NHL. So I don't know if many teams are going to draft him. I mean, first overall is a bit much, especially with with um, Bedard there. But second overall, you're waiting at least three years for him. Worth it. It's definitely worth it for sure. It, but I just don't know jumps, if it's over Bedard worth it. If yeah, anyone no, jumps too, like if your team's good enough, well, like you know what I mean. If you yeah, if you trade for the pick or. By any chance you're like luckily up there and your team's decent? I mean, why wouldn't you take oh, yeah, him? Oh yeah, if a decent right? team wins the number one overall pick, then I think it's or even, a, I mean, even a closer like, question. 
if you fell to two or three like we've seen before, like, I don't know. Because that can still happen, obviously. Someone jump a bunch. That'd be fucking insane. <laughs> I'm just, that'd be so bad. <laughs> yeah, as of right now, if he falls farther than number one, you're picking him no matter what. There's yeah, just, There's okay. just nobody else right now. That's going to be really fun. That's these, exciting. These next two, these next two drafts are going to be uh, nutty. I think. Yeah. You talking like so after this down. one, like like 2022 and 2023. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 2022 and 23. 2021 is like a depth draft, I would say. Like there's yeah. a lot of like there's a lot of similarity between like probably the top 10 and then like 20 through like 45. They're all like fairly similar. Whereas yeah, you in 2022 and 2023, you've got like these studs that are like, "Oh yeah. shit, like game breakers kind of thing." And then Shane Wright, just to kind of chime in, Shane Wright has six goals in three games uh, so far as, as the captain of Canada, and he's a, he's a downright star as well. 2022 is going to be a hell of a draft for the top few spots. Yeah. Even just seeing them in the World Juniors coming out, it's probably going to be sick, too. It sounds oh, like yeah. we got some nice World Junior attorneys coming. Oh, my God, this guy scored a Michigan. Oh, yeah. that was what he oh, did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck me, dude. Yeah, Over Michigan, Germany. through the leg, Cheddar Bob, and then, like... Something else, all in the same game. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Was that one of the Hatties? Yeah, probably. Yeah, ridiculous that was the first though. Hattie. Like what? I've never seen a hat trick with more flair than that in my life. Yeah, kid's, not even close. Sixteen. He's been on like NHL radar for like two or three years. Yeah, man, a guy I've, I've really liked from Canada this year. He was in the draft this year. Is uh, is Brant Clark? Oh yeah. Yeah, from whatever I've watched Canada, I've really liked them. Hmm. Um. OHL guy, but playing in Slovakia on a loan because OHL isn't playing this season. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's got five points so far in the U18s in five games, so nothing crazy, but like just a solid guy back there. That anytime I'm watching him, he's he's uh, he's played well. He's right now. Bob McKenzie has him sixth. Everything because there's so many different prospect reports that come out. Anywhere from two to eight is where he's ranked, and every number has been picked: two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep, every single one from two to eight. He's, he's been projected. It'll be a crazy draft for... That's what I'm looking forward to most in this draft is the, the order is so interchangeable. Uh, like, anything can happen. Yeah, like, you couldn't take a mock draft and just predict exactly what it's going to be like nope. because, like, somebody can jump up from, like, 20 to 7. I find that kind of, like, in a way, like, pretty, pretty fucking exciting, though, because you don't know... You don't know who's going to get, like, I don't know, any of those players could evolve even quickly into something we didn't see, right? Like, isn't it, is that, am I right or am I wrong? Or is it like, is it just going to be like, no, they're all probably going to be pretty shit because they don't look like. No, there's, there's not, any... they're not going to be bombs. That's for sure. These guys are Yeah, still right. Like, I feel talented. like there can still be breakouts in there. And that's, oh, yeah. it's cool that I think they could be anywhere in the top 20 instead of like in the top six. Is kind of what yeah. I'm saying. I find that exciting because it could be like, it could be like any team. You could be any, any team in the league that like just got out of the playoffs early or something. And you could have another star. So that's kind of a wicked one of it. Yeah. There's just no like superstar we've been hearing about for five years kind of guy yeah, in this draft which sure. is one of the very few times but yeah the top of the draft is still going to be solid um and then yeah especially going into this year less like viewings and everything it's just going to make it even more of a blender basically totally i would i would compare it sort of if you if you were to take out the top 10 in 2015 and then like that was the draft that's kind of what the draft is like this year i think yeah that's we pretty, have yeah you have like 
serviceable like 30 40 50 players where like any one of them could kind of break out and like you could pick them yeah interchangeably mm-hmm. yeah like you said mike you just don't have that superstar or like those superstars that you've kind of seen in the past that are like talked about forever before the draft i'm a man speaking about guys who have ju- who, who can jump up and stuff like that uh igor chinnikov he was in the 200s uh, projected went twenty first overall last year. Just signed his ELC with Columbus, so there's a guy getting out of out of Russia and, and coming over. Yep. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can make an impact. Um, definitely. Depend like he. Nobody had him on their board. I think when he was taken twenty first overall, he was yeah, like you said, two hundred, ranked two hundred on the the. I'm blanking on what it's called. But Bob McKenzie anyways. draft board, yeah, whatever. The yeah, Bob Fathers. The, the Bob Fathers <laughs> draft. Yeah, so it'll be really interesting like to see him come over to North America, see if he can make an impact. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, definitely a goal scorer with a lot of holes, so we'll see. We'll see where he goes. See where he goes. Hey. Yeah. Probably on the bench if Torts is still there. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, he probably signed. He's like, okay, yeah, you know what? We're not going to bring back Torts. Okay, where's the where's the pen? Yeah. Goal scorers don't do well under him, I guess. <laughs> um, going from young to old, uh, big news out of the Czech Republic. Yarmir Yager says he's not done yet. I feel, like there's an, I feel like there's an article every every year for the last 12 years saying he's not done yet. <laughs> but uh, at 49 years like old, he's uh, he's not looking to hang up the skates just yet. He's saying that... His on-ice skills aren't quite where they used to be. Shocking. He's 50. Um, but uh, he still believes he has it in himself. And, <laughs> and he's, coming off a, he's coming off a win. He just got his team promoted, didn't he? He got his team that he plays for, that he owns, oh. to the top Czech league. Like, what a... Oh, Jesus. Imagine being like 30 years younger playing for him, and you're also playing with the owner. He's Jackie Moon. <laughs> he, like, he fucking pretty much is. <laughs> That's so funny. I think he had one apple in the last game, and yeah, I'm kind of close. Kind of weird. Yeah, I thought um, like I thought his numbers weren't gonna be too good because like, oh, you know, I don't have it. I don't got it as much as I used to. He had 12 points in 19 regular season games and 10 points in 16 playoff games. So hell yeah. I mean, okay, Yogs. Yeah, dude. You know. We all have, we, I'm sure we've all heard about his legendary training habits and iconic work, and uh, yeah, just how nobody can touch it. The the Mamba mentality esque that he has, but um, mix in a couple nineteen year olds and yeah, 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 <laughs> here and there in the in the career, but man, that like fuck. And plus, I remember him saying when he was like 44, 45 that he wanted to go to his fifty, and I was like, I was like, man, I doubt it, but you know, power to you. I'd love to see it, of course, as we all wanted to. It's amazing to think that we're there, because I remember like yeah. when the quotes are coming out, I'm gonna play till I'm fifty. Might have been forty two, but I remember being like, no way, dude, fifty. But sure enough, we're almost there. So, yeah, I'm really happy to see Yogs do it, man. It's pretty inspirational. The fact that he has, like, seven, over 1,700 NHL games and he played, like, eight years in Czech Republic during his NHL career is yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw some ridiculous stat about, like, if you, like, they, they, they got the average practice times and, like, how many practices they thought he did and, like, all these th- and all these things and, like, his on-ice time. And they tried to figure out how much, like, ice he skated in his career, roughly. I can't remember. I think it was, like, around the world a couple of times or something. I was, or something stupid. I was, like, something yeah. I couldn't believe. I had read no it for a while and I was, like, no way, man. But, yeah, pretty, pretty much, man. How long's that career? When did he start? 
The How many years? Late 90s. So he started or his first 90s. season in the Czech Pro League was 88. Um, his first season in the NHL was 1990. Damn. Cool. Do you think Do you think he uh, plays like... How do I want to word that better? Gordy Howe was 52. Do you think he passes him for like oldest professional hockey player? Wow, good question. I think he has to. I, I mean, I can't put I can't put it past him that he's not going to. That's yeah, it's yeah. it's it's hard to say that he can't or wouldn't do it because I I don't know. He's here. He's here, and he does it, and he's winning. So. Yeah, but his, his goal was 50, so he gets to 50, and then what? Like, does he hang him up? That's where I was at. 50? He does look pretty good, though. Like, I don't know. Okay, he's winning. That's where I'm at. He's winning. He's He doesn't look great, but he's winning. I'm sure he still trains like a fucking beast. Like, I have no doubt. Probably still if just sla- was... slapping medicine balls all day against the wall. Yeah. Go ahead. If I was an NHL executive or, like, a GM or, like, a part of a team somehow, I would do everything in my power to sign him the year he turned 53. For like maybe yeah. a one day contract, get him on the ice, get him playing an NHL game at fifty three. That would be so cool. Did he started in Pittsburgh? No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fifth overall cool, in the nineteen ninety draft. I got some crazy Yager stats. <laughs> you guys want to? Uh, oh, go! Come on, yeah, hit let's it. Get into it. This is the time. So, his first ever season with Cladno, the U eighteen team, yeah. he finished yeah. second on the team with forty one points in thirty four games. Not too bad. Yeah. He was 12 years old. Oh. <laughs> on what team? How old were they? <laughs> the U18 team. He was 12. Two How? years Two years later, he moves up to the U20s. Uh, he had 30 games played in a 40-game season. He only played 30 of them, though. 70 points to lead the league at 14 years old. <laughs> what? What? He's played in 62 How? different uh, NHL venues. How did they draft him so fucking late if he was doing that shit when he was 12 years old? He went fifth? Holy fuck. I don't... Sorry, go ahead. After the venues. What is... Yeah, who is... Someone check the draft after. Let's just see what ahead of him because that is fucked. Good idea. Okay, so... Owen Nolan, Peter... Down the rabbit hole. Keith Primo and Mike Ricci. 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 Ricci? Isn't that that guy? Ricci. Ricci. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Recky, Recky Tyler. I mean, they all played Classic. almost a thousand games, so not. I was gonna uh, say, <laughs> not crazy over years, but obviously no Yogs. No, yeah, not not quite that legendary, but I just I don't know, just those those young numbers. I don't know how anyone ignores that. Maybe they had them too. It was back in the day, but anyway, go on. Sorry, you had more or no? Uh, yeah, I can find some more here. Dude, a couple. Those are fucking uh... sick. Yager was drafted fifth overall, like we said. Nineteenth uh, right. overall was Keith Kachuk, and uh, Yager played with his son in his last year of hockey in the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane, man! These are killing me. Um, Fucking Yager, what a legend! You imagine like that must be so weird. Like I bet you. He's seen him at a bunch of all-star stuff growing up and a bunch of times, and one day you're lacing him up and Yager's <laughs> just in the locker room with you? Like, that's crazy. Yalmer Yager made his uh, NHL debut in 1990. Six days after his debut, The Simpsons' se- second season was premiered. Oh, my God. The longest-running TV show ever. I think that's all I got. How many cups did he win? 
He hit a wall, right? Like, he never had one late in his career, did he? I don't think... Not, like, really late. Definitely not. See, that's kind of my thing about him. Is like, I don't remember... He had at least I don't two. Re- I don't remember seeing a lot of, like, his greatness. He had two. Just, like, Sorry, he had two. He had two? With the, yeah. the dynasty or whatever? Man, I don't understand how he didn't sign another NHL contract. Like, he played... He was pretty worn down. I like, think he's done. That, yeah, that the last The Calgary year. appearance was pretty... <laughs> it's not great. And I think 15... he wanted to go back to Czech Republic as well. Oh, uh, fair enough. He was, like, 15, you know what? 16, he's had 66 points in 79 games. That's nuts. Was that NHL? Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Right. Yeah, that was when, like, they had good players, but he was in, like, the top, like, top six easy. Like, maybe top three, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. I remember when when he was when he went there. I was like, and even when he went when he came back to the league, we went to Philly, and I think he went to Boston for a while. One thing that guy did that I thought was so cool, and I thought you noticed it everywhere he went, was like he left such an impression on so many of the young players. When he went to Calgary, I remember thinking like, I don't care what really happens, I bet you any money he's good for that young locker room. And you kind of saw it. You kind of saw better, smarter passes, and they, they played good for a while, especially when he was gone. But. I got to admit, like, that season, I felt like you could see them change a lot. And I felt like I saw it with every team and playing with everybody. More Shannon Sagan for a bit, I believe, like, tons of people. Yeah. Anyway. Man, he went in 2000. He went from Pittsburgh being the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins to an assistant captain on the Washington Capitals. That's so That's wicked. nuts. That's, that's bizarre. A rival like that? Yeah, right? Weird. Oh, I love it. What a cool what career, a though. Star. Thanks for bringing those up, guys. Those fired me up. Those are good. Uh, is that enough on Yogs? You guys got more? I think that's everything I got. Yeah, we hit him, we hit him good. What's next on the agenda there, Mikey? Uh, I got a little little funny kind of stat here. Um, so Thomas Grice had a great week this week. Um, back-to-back shutouts. Um Especially for Detroit, that's pretty incredible. Uh, yeah. But the most Detroit thing about that is he almost didn't win either game. <laughs> it was so close. Yeah, so he had, uh, was it Wednesday night, I think it was? Um, they lost in a shootout to Columbus. So if you go to a shootout, both goalies get the shutout. So 0-0 into a shootout, they win in the third round. So boom. Tuesday night. Grice, 0-0-1 with a shutout. And then... Saturday night, they played against Tampa Bay. Same thing happened. 0-0 into a shootout. And they go eight rounds until Detroit finally wins. And uh, it definitely would have been the first ever goalie to have back-to-back shutouts and no wins. It has to be. There's no other way. That's that's insane. No. It's insane. And Tampa scored first two in the shootout. Yeah, they both scored the first two rounds. And they all went silent. And I think they scored in like the fifth or sixth they both scored. And then, uh, yeah, Jakob Rana, his fucking Forsberg in the first round was yeah. disgusting. Gorgeous. Yeah. Going to be a star. Who's, I can't remember who it was like later, in the, but they went like, pulled it backhand and just ripped it. And I can't remember who it was on, on uh, Detroit who did that. That was also dirty. Yeah, some good things to look forward to out of there for sure. They will get there. It'll take a while. Stevie Wise working some magic. <clears throat> yeah, that veranda pickup seems to be. It looks better every every game, doesn't that's, it? Yeah, that's the thing. Like got a first and a second for him. Yeah, especially like him? that's the thing. Like if you're if you're not a great team with 
a team that or a guy that a lot of guys cover, you want to get rid of that one guy to just bring in a ton of pieces. Because mm. obviously just having Mantha on your team wasn't doing a lot. So you get him out of there for a team that really wants him, and you bring in like Verana, who's pretty close, but just a bit worse than Mantha in terms of overall game. Uh, but you bring in so many more assets to help your team down the line. You get a little bit younger so that when your team is hopefully back in the running, um, Verana's kind of reached that that age that Mantha's at kind of right now. Yeah. And you just you just start dialing it in. And I think Stevie Wise done a, a great job so far. And we'll see how his drafting goes because that's kind of seems to be his cream of the crop. So we'll see that a couple years down the road, see where that's at. But, yeah, everything's looking up from Detroit. He's bringing like I thought he brought a level of confidence that clearly Detroit like lacks right now, obviously, but um he kind of brought it right away. First nine games played, he had six goals and one assist. Um, just a plus two right now, even as it sits. So that's just I don't know. I think he's he's bringing good things there, and I think what they did against the Tampa two games in a row was it like very very surprising. Yeah. Like yeah, kind of crazy. Tampa's I don't really always kind of had a problem with Detroit. Like I don't know who to look at more in that in that game. I don't know who to be like raising my eyebrow at more, really, Detroit or Tampa. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's a concern as of yet. I think it would be a concern if Detroit was in the playoffs. Yeah, um, but I like agree. Tampa is is winning other games for the most part, so um, a couple losses to Detroit isn't terrible. Honestly, I kind of like it. I like them not at the top of the division. Um, gives them better match, potentially better matchups, more more fun uh, rivalries, I would say. But yeah, it's just it's interesting for for whatever reason. Like even going back to like when I first started watching them, like they they've never been able to handle Detroit. Yeah, some teams just have your numbers, right? That's just totally. obviously Detroit's kind of plummeted since then. But yeah, I mean the, the uh, sometimes history's there. Yeah, exactly. Same <laughs> yeah. thing with the Abs for a while against the Kings. Like they, no matter how bad the Kings were, they always just gave them a run. Yeah. But uh, yeah, going back to like Verana and Mantha stuff. So the coming into Monday night, um, point leaders for guys who have been traded at the deadline. Sam Bennett has thirteen points, five goals, eight assists. He's really seemed to be flourishing uh, out in Panthers land. Um, Taylor Hall has a five and five, ten points, which I don't think is really surprising anybody. Nope. Um, Verana, like we talked about, six goals, seven points. Mantha has four goals, six points, and then uh, Jeff Carter on the move. To Pittsburgh has the same thing. Four goals, six points. Yeah. Um, I really like Sam Bennett in Florida. It's, he's kind of adds a little bit of a grit and speed and, and gives him an opportunity to kind of get out of the spotlight of a Canadian city uh, and play with a talented player like Jonathan Huberdeau. Um, yeah, he's looking really good there. Yeah, and like him, uh, Huberdeau and Duclair are kind of like two guys on approve it with like an NHL superstar. Yeah, exactly. Like the hands of Duclair and the speed of Duclair and everything is just, it seems to just be, to be so flush and so working and man, they look good. Those Panthers, I love man, this they, team they're for they, real. Yeah, man, they've brought so many pieces like every year. Like they do, like they've done such a great job of building this team and the team looks so great and they've brought pieces in every year. And they've had so many players break out on this team, and they've almost—it's almost like a recipe at this point. Like the the past 
past couple acquisitions have, have really been shining. So, and the team looks great as a whole right now. So, and I think I'm re- I'm actually so excited to see what they do in the playoffs. I like I don't know how, it's gonna be so hard to to predict some of these uh, matchups, but I'm really excited to see what this team can do. Yeah, even though they're missing Ekblad, even though they're missing Ekblad, though, like you know, I'm not. It hasn't really still, hurt them. I'm not that worried. I'm yeah. not. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't hinder their chances that much, given how strong the group is. Yeah, how it, great de- they it are definitely. Go ahead. It definitely sucks for them, but they they haven't been faltering at all because of it. They've mm-hmm. kind of they've really stepped up and. Uh, eight and two in their last ten. They've won four in a row, and they only have two games left in the season. So, yeah, it's, it's playoff times for the Panthers. I think yeah. like when Ekblad was hurt really helped them. Obviously, with the deadline still in front of them, when he went down, like it, they they had to go out and address. They needed a D man. They got Montour, um, who hasn't done a lot offensively, but maybe has just solidified the back end. Uh, he's a good size, like playing fairly well defensively. Um, and yeah, to bring in a guy like Bennett, um, you, you kind of like, I would say they have probably like nine top six forwards, I would say. Definitely. I think you're dead on there. Yeah. So they can kind of plug and play, uh, any of those forwards anywhere they'd like. Man, just looking at that division, like Carolina has four games left. They're at 77. They seem to almost run away with that division i want to say run away because they're only up two points but um with with only four games to go florida's got two games to go and and uh tampa's got four games to go uh 77 tampa's at 73 and florida's at 75 yeah it looks to be florida tampa this year which is gonna be awesome that would be a uh, super sweet super to watch exciting. yeah and and then yeah carolina either nashville or dallas not yeah, a, who do you think gets in there? I think Nashville. I think Dallas has kind of finally faltered again, and they. Yeah. I don't know. I've just never liked Dallas. I've never liked that they're a decent team. They have twenty-one wins in th- in fifty-two games. Yeah. And they're just yeah. make they're getting by by fourteen overtime losses. <laughs> like they get into a tie game and they shut everything down, and they're like, "Whatever, we'll lose. It's fine." Yeah, on yeah. paper they got good pieces, but like you're like, is this team look like a contender at all? It's like no, it doesn't look like they really should make the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. kind of on paper it says it all. The Blackhawks were healthy; I don't think it'd be close. Pardon me. Even last year they didn't like they weren't a contender, so to speak, but they just like turned it on at the right time. I'd say. Yeah. Um, I mean, depending on how the NHL does it, if they want to like wait or if they start it, our prediction show might be next week. Oh my god, that's sick! Oh, that's huge. Because the the season's gonna end, like what the eleventh and twelfth, and then minus like Canada and stuff. Because you know, they're a little bit behind. Yeah. But, but we all know who's in. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we basically figured that part out, except for like the three four matchup is a little bit tight between the Jets and the um, Habs. Fucking Habs, yeah. But I mean the last. Uh, east or central game is the 11th which is the next tuesday so a week after so basically when the next podcast gets released it's that day so if they want to just start the playoffs wow we might we might have a prediction show dude that'd be wicked if not and they're just gonna put on a a week wait that'd be the most nhl thing to do anyways yeah classic and they're gonna like jam in like four back-to-backs instead of like you know what guys like just you know start your games we're gonna 
even them out a little bit, you know, like a day off in between games. You've got to travel two days off, but they're probably just going to, everybody waiting until the 17th when they're all done. And then it's going to be like a game, one day off, back to back, <laughs> one day off, you know, and just cram like they always do. Uh, speaking of the playoffs, I got, I, I got a question for you guys. How do you guys feel about like the, uh, the play in series? Like, would you like, obviously we saw last year, like the top four got in and the rest kind of played in top 12 teams, but essentially made it per conference. Do you guys want to, would you want to see that continue or would you want to, uh, keep it at like the, the eight teams strictly get in and we move in from there? I kind of liked it. I think, I think with like last year with like the, sudden stop of everything like they kind of had to do that Mm -hmm. right like the way that it was shut down um but i kind of liked it like i i think it allowed for the teams that maybe weren't going to make the playoffs anyways to be a little bit more competitive i don't know i i like i like involving more teams in that market too right like you get the you get a a, basically a a whole new series where Mm -hmm. like fans if fans can go to the games are excited and are there and i think it like probably raises revenue it probably gets more um attention from the fans it probably gets more attention like um international or not internationally but nationally nationally as well so yeah i think i like it you mean like you mean like the the four divisions and all that right and how they how they do the playoffs now or what do you mean like no like last year when they had like the top four teams all made it and then like the the bottom eight like five through twelve yeah. all played in for the last four spots. Right, right, right. So instead of so doing, like, the top eight, just make it, they bring in, like, 9, 10, 11, and 12, or just 9 and 10, or whatever you want. Or, like, the, so those playing games, right? Yeah. Um, and they were smaller series, weren't they? Five? They were best of five, yeah. Five. Uh, did I like them? Yeah, they were, they were kind of cool. I, and, you're, and you nailed it, too, with, like, they had to do it in a shortened season. Like, it, I, it, made so, it was so nice when... I heard it was going to be like that, like to give everybody a chance, because it was like it was such a race, obviously, when they stopped everything. Mm-hmm. So that was actually really nice to get some more, um, more conclusion to the end of, to the season for a lot of teams. But I don't know, I don't know if I want it all the time. Yeah, I'm. It's tough. I it's think like, it. I think it worked well for last year because of the stoppage and nobody saw it coming, so it's not like they had a push or anything like that. Um, if it was to continue, I would hate it. To to be quite frank, I think. I think by allowing 12 teams, especially in like what was a 15 team conference for one of the conferences, it just devalues the the regular season so much. True. Like you really just could not care less about what happens and you finish in the 11 seed you're like okay, now let's turn it on here, fellas. You still got a chance. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, like I feel like playoff hockey is so volatile and so um there's so much variability that goes on in, in, a, in a seven game season that to bring it down to a five game series, um, when a team is clearly better than the other one throughout the entire season, I think it's just unfair to the higher seeds. Agree. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, uh, I would not want it to continue, uh, as of right now, which it seems like it's not hopefully. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> the NBA, I think is trying it. And I really don't want them to follow suit with it. Like at, at one point you're going to get the, like the 23rd seed winning the Stanley cup. And it's like, is it really like, do they really deserve a chance at it after yeah. being like the eighth worst team in the season for yeah in a usual season? Like if they do it regularly, like 82 games wasn't enough to put them as the 23rd best team. Let's we need like yeah, that makes sense. five games last year I was think, perfect. I think for it, but yeah, I would not want it to continue. 
I think we touched on it like six weeks ago or seven weeks ago when we were talking about goal drafting and like how mm-hmm. the end of the year kind of just needs to be more exciting because yeah you get to the point where like teams are eliminated it's it's out of it like it's not exciting anymore fans don't want to go to games nobody wants to turn the games on because they're boring like it kind of ruins like any like excitement for for the league right mm-hmm. especially the teams that aren't making the playoffs um, so they need to find figure out something to do that like kind of makes it more exciting before the playoffs or nearing the end of the season. I think it'd be interesting if they did like, um, like if they shortened the the actual schedule itself. Didn't have the teams play eighty two games. Maybe they played like sixty five or or seventy, uh, and then like went into a play in series where it was like okay these the top like yeah twenty four teams like make the play in series or whatever. And you have, like, the number one, like, nobody gets a bye. Everybody gets, has a play-in series, and they have to play to play into the actual playoffs. I think that might be interesting. But at the same time, like, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't think it would be very fair to the the higher-up seeds, the guys that are kind of just coasting at the bottom. Like, all of a sudden they get a chance. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. It's yeah, it's definitely hard to find a way to get every team excited cuz no matter what system you choose, there's going to be teams where the last 10 games of the season don't really mean much. Like yeah. you're looking at the bottom of the league right now or like even the top of the league, it's like okay, like Toronto, like they got nothing to play for. So I think it's just like yeah. fans of those teams are just going to watch those games. And if you're in the bottom, it's a little harder to watch because they're at the bottom not like looking forward to the playoffs. I just like usually there are a, at least a few like playoff races that come down to the last couple games. And I just I just don't see why they need to change or why they would see the need to need to change anything. Cuz it's not like anything's not working, right? Like it's not it's not like something is crazy broken. Like I, I think know. making making it a wider spectrum of teams that have the opportunity to make the playoffs. Like I think I think as low like how, as low as it goes is low enough. Like I don't yeah. think I don't think those teams that, yeah, because you're right. If the eleventh, twelfth seed, whatever the fuck, the lowest one was, if they if they like happen to make a run out of it or something, it defeats so much of the purpose of all the teams that like bust their ass all year for the for the records and stuff. Yeah, like why? There needs to, there needs to be a, there needs to be a bubble. It can't be a fucking massive safety net that everybody's yeah. just sitting and like waiting for their shot at the end. Most teams must know that they like don't have a good chance of making the top five. So I don't know. Like we already have. Ha- over half of the league making the playoffs. Yeah. Like, do we really need more? Yeah, agreed. 100%, 100% like, if you agreed. can't be in the top 50%, you don't deserve a chance. Like, 82 games to make the top half of the league. If you can't do that, then you don't deserve to win the Stanley Cup. Agreed. 100%. Are we Are we good to move on from that? Oh, yeah. Yep. I okay, so, yeah. I have, I have two notes. I sent um, one of them to the Facebook group chat. I think you guys should have a look. Saw that. This is... A tweet from the Washington Capitals in which they have deleted this. Huh. Um, yeah, it's it's rough, dude. It's it's really rough. Basically, for anybody who hasn't seen it, um, it's the cap like the Washington Capitals actual Twitter account, and they tweeted uh, at capital at Capitals chooses, and then it's like a, a it says violence, and it's got like a a dot filled in. And there's a picture of Tom Wilson. Uh, they've got like three. They've got his head kind of highlighted in it. 
says sheesh. I don't understand that. It's a TikTok trend. That it's it's a like, meme um, of some sort that I have no yeah. idea what it is. We'll, yeah, we'll tweet it out. Understand. We'll tweet it out on Hoser's panel um, Twitter. <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, I after Taylor, Taylor described it very well, but just in case you need more of a visual, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll let you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stop. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but it's now uh, been deleted? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's deleted. Super embarrassing. I by wonder the why. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just not not okay. Um, and then secondly, completely different topic. Jesse Pugliarvi scored tonight. He now has more goals than Patrick Laine this year. Yeah, Damn. man. He has taken off. He looks so good. He's so solidified up there in the top line. Is he number one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, man. Think David. Proud of him. Well, he he wanted to be on a different team to start the year, didn't he? Wasn't it still he like, wanted, I, want, I want out? More he, wanted, yeah. like that? he wanted a chance this year. That's why he re-signed, because I guess they guaranteed him a chance. Yeah, that was what it was. So, yeah, I know. I'm so I'm so happy, man. That's a good story. Even as oh. a Flames fan, that's a cool one to see. One more. Yeah. Uh, Quint, Quentin Byfield got his first assist. Oh, tonight. nice. Yeah. Uh, tonight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. Goddamn right. Also, um... Vegas was up 5-4 with a minute and a half to play, and they lost in regulation. Yeah, the Wild came back. No way! Yeah, Capper's off with a minute and a half left, and then... Of course it was crazy. <clears throat> and then Brodine scores to make it 6-5. Man, no Capper's way. off and Fiala are doing very well together, hey? Yeah. Two goals in 26 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and it uh, opens the door for Colorado, I guess. Good work, Vegas. Yeah, smell you later. Smell you later. Um, but uh, oh, sorry. Did you have a second one? Oh no, you had you. No, that was it. Field. Um, yeah. Shout out to Ryan Miller. He's retiring after this season. Oh yeah, right. Um, Nailed it. Big career, uh, involving a few teams, but um, most known for the golden goal against. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that <laughs> was honestly Canada. when I, I became a fan. That whole tournament. I remember when we went to OT, I got, ex- obviously everybody was insanely scared and frantic at that point, but I remember when we were facing Ryan Miller, I was afraid of scoring goals mm-hmm. from watching the whole tournament. I thought he played amazing, and it's so funny to be over-aggressive on the on the golden goal and kind of let in a weak one from Sid in the corner, but but uh, no, I'll, I'll never forget that run. Like, seriously, that's always going to be, I got it on Blu-ray, I watch it sometimes still, like, he there was... It was some amazing, amazing hockey he played. So, Se- I don't know. Yeah. 780 great, great career games. As of now, he might add in a couple more, but um, 780 at the moment. No, that's not right. That doesn't include this year. What the fuck is Hockey DB doing to me? You guys got any big Ryan Miller moments or no? I was I, lo- I was, became a huge fan as a kid watching that. So, um, uh, fucking Milan Lucic running him over. That, after was, Ryan goes that was my <laughs> second one. And no one does anything. <laughs> No one does. They all can. They go and they like look at each other and they look at Lucic and they look at each other. And they look at Mario Miller on the ground, <laughs> dead. And then like, and then they're like, yeah. And then like, they they saw them like months later, at the end of the season. And it was this big story, like, oh, they're gonna answer. And sure enough, there was just like dust city. Everybody was fighting. It was fucking. But I remember thinking, like, how does that have to happen months later when like yeah. you guys happened like the second period and you got absolutely cranked. Seven hundred ninety-five career games. Oh, good for him, man. Um, yeah, dude, beauty. Uh, my like, it, t- so Tim Hortons came out with the like hockey training cards or whatever. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. the trading cards, and 
if you like found this special card in one of the packs, you would like send it away and you'd get like a signed card. I got a signed Vancouver Canucks Ryan Miller card. Pretty oh, cool. Really? Sick. Oh, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. So that's, that's fucking wicked. Yeah, congrats to him though. Uh, Dope career, man. Awesome career, yeah. It's four too bad teams. he was stuck in Buffalo he... forever, but yeah, I forgot he played for a fourth team. Buffalo, Vancouver, Anaheim. Yeah, who's the fourth? He played Wait, a whopping, don't, don't, I think, like seventeen games with them. Don't tell me. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm not. <laughs> Actually, like I actually kind of had like an idea that he did play with him. I was like, no, he definitely didn't. But uh, yeah, twenty thirteen fourteen, he got traded from Buffalo to this team. He played nineteen games. I have no idea. St. Louis Blues. Fuck! I would have oh, never ever got that. I would have never yeah, ever got that. I remember that. that. Yeah. Wow. Damn it. Huh. Yeah. Uh, he he always right. served me well in Chell, buddy. He'd be a good yeah. goalie to get for cheap. Be a GM or whatever. A revived Buffalo got a good, got a decent tendy in there in the early years. Just uh, one of our one of our caps followers. His name's Chris. He's Chris talks caps. Uh, I just tweeted out the uh, that 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 t- that deleted tweet from the caps, and he just responded. And he's a caps fan, by the way. So somebody lost their job after this tweet. Completely embarrassing. Yeah, hundred so, percent. It was yeah, not a great uh, yeah, not a great look for the old for the old Capitals now. I think those ones you just kind of just try and not remember those and not like you know shine more light onto the events. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are the ones you ignore, don't say anything, and just move on. Yeah, I think fuck if there's ever a time to sting this guy or even this team. I don't know. It's I think it's now. Ding him with ding him with a mean sassy NHL. Come on, Batman. Take away don't their coke. Back. What's that? Take uh, away their coke. <laughs> yeah, do something. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> the snowstorm in the caps every fucking night. <laughs> also, uh, Quentin Byfield's assist happened about a second after a puck drop. Really? Yeah, he he. It was like a 50-50 face-off drop that like fell into his feet, and Trevor Moore just skated into the dot, grabbed it, and shot a top corner, and that's how he got his assist. I'm so nice. fucking excited for some of these teams to see some of these teams in the playoffs, man. I feel like we're gonna see some so many teams just like hit the next level. I just am so excited, man. And they're gonna be some the matchups good are fucked. Yeah, just slobberknocker city, am I right? <laughs> you were right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said it better myself. <laughs> All right, was it, does that about do it? Hoser's uh, big three. Yeah, we can. How are we feeling? Big three, sure. What the what the okay. hell, you know? I'm pretty fast at bringing it up now. Oh and man, Miko Rantanen scored his 39th or 29th of the year. This guy's. Uh, boys, I wanted to talk about this goalie in Buffalo tonight. Oh first. yeah, yeah. Do that, uh, Michael Michael Hauser. I think Hauser pronounced his name. Hauser. Okay. Hauser. Hauser. Yeah. Hauser. Yeah. Michael Hauser. <laughs> he spent. Well, honestly, that's fine. Let's just call him that. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Honor- his middle uh, name's Honorary Michael Honorary Hauser. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he spent uh most of his career in the echl so uh yeah not a ton he played like when he was first dra- uh yeah drafted he played um a bit in the ahl san antonio kind of bounced around he's 28 so he's been playing professional hockey for like nine years eight ten years maybe um finally made his nhl debut tonight with the buffalo Sabres, and they were down two nothing like halfway through the game 
Came back and won the game 4-2, so he got his first W in his first game. Fucking uh, right. First, yeah, like, and, and on Buffalo. Played, on yeah, Buffalo. on Buffalo. Fuck yeah. me. Give this guy a and, medal. Right? Last year he played uh, 26 games in the ECHL. Didn't play a single AHL game. Uh, year before that, same thing. 41 games in the ECHL. Didn't play AHL games. So uh, he hasn't had a ton of reps at like the higher level. So to come in and, and win a game uh, it just shows that goalies are voodoo, man. Yeah, it looks like his last AHL start was 2015-2016. Yeah. Everything Dude, since there was ECHL. Rising so up. Nuts. That's sweet. <laughs> that's so dope. That's some fucking rocky shit right there. Big three. Who wants to start us off here? You guys ready? Want me to go? Taking Sam Bennett, boys. And I Fair almost enough. took McDavid, but come on, I love I love the guy. Fucking Sam Bennett doing his thing on the new team. Fitting in great. Love to see it. Four games played, two goals, five assists, plus four. Had a kid. Star. Yeah. Solid. Let's see this playoff run, buddy. Make me proud. Fuck it. I gotta I we gotta give him at least like what, maybe twice this year? Connor McDavid. Uh ten points this week. Yeah. Like I gave it to him two or three times. I tried so hard not to give it to him this week. <laughs> I was like, no, we're you get, always We're do getting that. close to that hundred. We're getting close. It is. What's what's he out on the watch yeah. there? Ninety nine point six eight. No way. The, the old Gretzky Yager. <laughs> Dude, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, man. I think I still think he can do it. He's McDavid, dude. You know he's going for it. Seven games to get 13 points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the North Division? Oh, walk, walk in the park. for. Yeah, there's like, what, probably seven games against the Canucks in there. He's playing the Canucks right now. Oh, he might actually have a point right now. <laughs> does he have a point on Puyarvi's goal? He does. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, that's going to change the numbers here. <laughs> actually, I guess he needs two. Stuck so, up while it's calculating. Six and a half games left to get 12 points. Dude, if I he gets hundred, he's Hoser's big. Like he's the number one guy of the year. I oh, think we. Yeah. Get, I think he, if he, we go, he just gets know. everything. Like just he give him every award. Him. Yeah. Except the Stanley Cup, he's got to earn that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, unless they want to <laughs> finish twelfth and get in or something, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if he gets hundred uh, for sure, he's got to be the heart. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Tay. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with a goalie this week. Um, Fucking Tim right, Barlamov of the Ooh. New York Islanders. Yep. Two games played, zero goals against. Uh, two shutouts, two wins, uh, fifty-three saves, hundred and nineteen minutes played without letting in a goal. Solid. He had, he had a shutout streak snap uh, tonight at probably <laughs> about two hundred and fifty or so minutes. Yeah, probably somewhere Dude. around there. Yeah, he was on a roll. Yeah, looking really good. So, gotta go so many him. teams, man, look so good right now. <laughs> Three straight shutouts, two in the past week, and one of them was an OT one. So it was, he didn't even he didn't even win the first one. Pulled a little yeah. Thomas Grace, but I mean that's what what five shutouts against the Rangers this year or something stupid. Yeah, Just killed them. <laughs> four four shutouts, uh-huh. and. Five games against them this year. They killed them worse than Tom Wilson killed them. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Too soon? (laughs) Incredible. All right, sorry. Not soon enough. Calm down. (laughs) 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 All right. Hell, I think that'll do it for Epi 20, eh? Epi 20, yeah. Predictions might be next week, depending on hopefully we get the NHL playoff schedule 
or they give us some information on when yeah. playoffs will start. Uh, quickly, Quentin Byfield's assist was taken away. Oh no! No way! Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say he didn't, it must, the puck just must have dropped through his legs in that in that face yeah. off, and it just yeah okay. Oh, unfortunate. Poor guy. In Chell, that's an assist. If you tie up your guy and the guy comes in and Definitely. pulls it, that's a that's a that's a Chell assist. So yeah, well, it won't be too long For, until he gets it. Yeah, yeah, he'll get one. Yeah, maybe tonight. Maybe maybe tonight we'll see. We'll see. That's what's gonna keep the pod going. Oh, there it is! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no, it's not. There it is. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, I think that does it, boys. Wrap it up. Right on, fellas. I think that uh, predictions maybe next week. Oh, and Tyson Berry just scored, so uh, Connor McDavid might have just got another point. Oh, oh fucking right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Next week will be a doozy, and uh, everybody enjoy the final stretch of the NHL season. Yeah, right on. Always a pleasure, fellas. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Looking forward to next week. Peace. you guys.